On a warm and humid day on April 28, 1967, Muhammad Ali, the heavyweight boxing champion of the world, does not go to the gym for a workout. Instead, the 25-year-old fighter makes his way to the federal courthouse in Houston, Texas. Ali, whose legal residence is the state of Kentucky rather than Texas, has nonetheless come to know Houston quite well. Only two months earlier, he fought and won a brutal 15-round match against Ernie Terrell in Houston's Astrodome. And three months before that, in November 1966, he fought Cleveland Williams in an easier match at that same venue. Ali is not in Houston on this spring day to fight any one man, however. He has been summoned to Texas to report for induction into the armed forces of the United States of America. A large crowd of onlookers has gathered at the courthouse by the time Ali and his lawyers arrive. A mob of reporters and photographers rush him as he gets out of a taxi at the foot of the courthouse steps. These spectators have not come to wish him well at the beginning of a stint in the army. Instead, they are there either to support or vilify him, as he is about to tell U.S. Selective Service Board officials that he is not destined to become just another G.I. He has already promised in public to refuse induction into the army, thus risking a long jail sentence and the possible ruin of his professional career. Ali is bombarded with questions as he and his entourage, his bodyguards and aides, mount the courthouse steps. A group of black students from Texas Southern University march back and forth across the street. From behind police barricades, they shout their support for Ali and hold up signs that demand, Stay home, Muhammad Ali! A group of hippies also yell support for him. Other bystanders are not so sympathetic. At the top of the courthouse steps, Ali is joined by one of his trainers, Drew Bundini Brown. While the crowd of reporters jostle around them, Brown, who is known simply as Bundini, gestures across the street. There she is now, he says. Ali's gaze searches the crowd until he finds her. He has seen her before. She has been haunting him on his recent trips to Houston. She's a stylish white woman, perhaps forty years old. With her is a chauffeur and another man. As before, she was wearing a dress of green velvet. A World of Disapproval Ali's most vivid memory of this woman is from after his tough and bloody fight with Terrell. That night, as he made his way through the crowd after the fight, she appeared before him with pen and paper and asked for his autograph. Ali clearly remembered her face from after his recent fight with Williams. I come to all your fights, the woman he has since named Miss Velvet Green said to him. I will keep coming she continued as she neatly folded the paper containing the autograph he had given her, until I see them take you out on a stretcher. God won't always let evil win. For Ali, this nameless woman in the green velvet dress has come to personify the hatred directed toward him because of his exuberant style, personal beliefs, and religious convictions. For every man or woman cheering for him to win in or out of the ring, there is a Miss Velvet Green hoping to see him knocked out, sent to prison, or even killed.
These intense feelings have been aroused because Ali is more than just another heavyweight champion. For some, he is a symbol of black pride. For others, he's an example of the kind of courage one must have if one is to protest against an unpopular war. And for many more, including Miss Velvet Green, he is the incarnation of threatening and unwanted social change.